You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's After Show. Hello, everybody. Welcome to AfterBuzz TV. We are... Today, it's actually our first day. Susie Castillo here. I'm joined with my lovely co-host, Shandy Finnessy, and we are going to be talking about Game of Crowns. It's the new Bravo show. I'm sure you guys have been watching, and it's kind of crazy. And I cray, have cray. to say, the reason we're starting with Eye of the Tiger is because these girls are basically battling it out in Game they of are. Crowns. But the reason that Susie and I feel like we are entitled... Uh, or deserving of talking about Game of Crowns is because Susie was Miss USA in 2003. Susie mm-hmm. crowned me Miss USA in 2004. And together we have a company called Pageantology. That's where right. Where we deal with all the wacko pageant people on a daily basis. On and a we daily basis. Train them <laughs> and coach them and prepare them for their own pageants. Yes. And so, let me just say that some of these ladies can use some pageantology in their lives. Or just a good face wash. Oh, man. The amount of makeup that these women wear. I I would just love to spend an hour taking some of that off and just showing them that they don't need that much makeup. That and, like, it just just seemed so artificial and, like, trying so hard. And I I constantly am reminded every day um, in in the entertainment business but also in the pageant business about Mm -hmm. how so many women just feel like, they're not enough. They're not thin enough. They're not pretty enough. They're not young enough. They're not, they're just not enough. And these women were just such that example of that. Like all the makeup that was on and all the Botox. Like some of the faces just I didn't know. move. And they would be so much prettier if they just sort of aged And the duck lips. Did you notice the duck yeah, lips? Yeah, you could like set a drink on there. And then, um, That's the, the, <laughs> the, blue hair which we'll get into in a minute but you know I have to say the only person that I was like I would be your friend I like you is Shelly who was Miss America in 2011 Mrs. Shelly Mrs. America Mrs. America in 2011 she's got three kids and she She seems like the only one that has like her head on her shoulders Mm -hmm. like facing the right way right like (laughs) the other ones have their head on their shoulders but I don't know which way I don't know which way they're facing that's really well. A lot of them are two faced. True, they've got two of them. That's so true. And I have to say though, so Shelly, she said in the beginning of this episode that you know she's held all these titles, whatever. The best title was being mother and wife. Yes, I, I like that. And I and I had to continue watching the episode to because I thought that could just be something that she's just yeah, saying like to look good answer. on TV. Yeah, her passion is exactly that's her world piece now <laughs> that she's competing in the misses category. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I kind of got the sense that she really did mean that, mm-hmm. you know, she was very concerned when she walked into, uh, the fashion show, you know, mm-hmm. she was like, what am I getting my kids into? Her kids were Excellent the only normal point. ones there, by the way, cause kids don't really behave that way. You're so right. And she, she was shocked. And I think that mm-hmm. she's just, she removes herself from all the drama and all the, um, the craziness that mm-hmm. some of the women have. So moving into the fashion show. Yeah. Um, Oh my lord! All of a sudden, I was like, "Are we watching toddlers and tiaras?" Yeah, 
Yeah. Like, what? You can see, and it's so funny because you can see so clearly how maybe the kids have been... I get a strong sense that the kids have been molded by their pageant moms, you know? Like, oh they're, cause they're, now they're such stage moms, you know? Susanna is like crazy stage mom with Bella. You're so right. Because Susanna, I actually wrote this down. She said, this is her quote, talking about her daughter, Bella. Yeah. Where did she come from? I mean, I want to be like that. And I was like, that's exactly. it. Exactly. You are like that because yeah. you're a pageant mom mm-hmm. and you're living vicariously through the, your younger, thinner whatever daughter. Yeah. You're living vicariously through her, so you are morphing her into what you want to be. So, of course, you want to be that. What did you think of the song? The LOL. 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 Well, first of all, what someone said at one point, they introduced her as the most famous girl in Rhode Island. Yeah. I Rhode Island's a small state, but... I mean, it could be a real statement, but... Come on. I think I it's know. okay, so I wanna I wanted to talk about the song because I don't know I it's just I don't think Susanna's doing her child any favors. Oh my gosh. But no. she's teaching her vengeance. She's teaching like the song is about getting back to all these people. It's like who do you who are and you it's getting also back to? A huge you're point, like five years old. You're so right. A huge point about that song as well is saying, like, I am good enough now because look at all the money I have. Yeah. And I got two thousand dollars in my bank account overnight while I was sleeping. I and oh. I own this jewelry line and everything is about money. Mm-hmm. And it's and like things. Things, Money and things. Materialism. And it's it's just showing. I mean, this, these poor girls are growing up in a family where they think, you know, being beautiful enough makes you validated in who you are. Right. And then having things is success. Right. Having money, having things, the jewelry line, all that. What else did she say she had? Was it just a jewelry line? No. Uh, something in New York. It, there was a line uh, about something in New York. And the most successful model, the most famous yeah. little girl in all of Rhode Island. I just think Susanna's creating a monster. Well, and that's why I that liked poor child. Shelley's reaction sitting in the audience. She was like, where am I? Yeah. And I, I loved that because it was just finally some sanity. And I was thinking, you know, when they probably cast for this show, they are probably like, De- you're a head case, definitely. You're crazy, definitely. You have a lot of drama, definitely. And yeah. they're like, oh, Shelly's normal. Like, what do you think? They have to have somebody who grounds the show. Sure. And, and Shelly definitely does that. So far, she's been that person. Do you think we're ever going to get some drama out of Shelly? Um, I think at some point, we may see Shelly kind of go at it with some of the other moms. Maybe, maybe Susanna actually. Mm-hmm. Because it already seems like she doesn't want to participate. Like, she very much seemed like she didn't want to participate in that fashion show, you know. But Susanna kind of, like, guilted her into it. Like, oh, Bella really wants the girls to Mm -hmm. be there and walk in her show. And, you know, she kind of laid it on thick, like the guilt, you know. And and I think put Shelly, you know, kind of up against the corner. And Shelly had no choice but to be like, yeah, I'll bring the girls. But you can tell she didn't really want to. Well, and it also all took place over the tea party. When she was inviting right. her. And can it we did. just talk about Bella eating so much sugar? It was like honey boo boo and her go go juice. I know. And the and she's doing this. She's yeah. with with her pinky. But Bella, like, somebody needs to get that girl under control now. Because she needs some vegetables. Heading into disaster <laughs> pretty fast. But what did you think about that? So, speaking of the tea party. When they were in um, in the tea, it was Lynn's tea salon, mm-hmm. which is kind of hilarious too. That she has a tea salon in her house. Yeah, that's the least of the problems, right? But you know, she was Susanna was making um, 
comments about about Bella. Like we're teaching her how to be fancy, and you know how how to sip her tea with her pinky out and she does the whole double kissing thing and mm-hmm. it's like what are you British you're not British like yeah. you're French well they had them talk in British accents they did they so did. you know well what's what's crazy to me is like well okay I'm teaching her how to be fancy okay there is a way to teach your child class yeah like teach them how to which utensils to use and start from the outside and how to sit properly in the chair how to greet another adult how to introduce yourself things like that mm-hmm. does a pinky up over a cup of tea make you fancy or classy? No. Because she got up from the table two seconds later and was like doing cartwheels and like She was like break dancing and (laughs) doing the running man. Yeah. It was like (laughs) like the child had go-go juice. It was like honey boo-boo. But none of the other kids. The crazy thing is that the other kids were also eating and drinking the same thing that she was for whatever reason. I think it's just I think she had more sugar though because the other girl actually took the sugar. She's like okay enough of that. Another toddler took away your jar of sugar. Yeah. I think it was one of Shelly's girls. Yeah. One of Shelly's kids was like, you've had enough sugar. Like, yeah. enough with the sugar she thought. I was like, good for you. Yeah. Good for you. It's crazy. I, I don't know. Um, it will be interesting in future episodes to see what happens with Bella. Like, yes. What direction she takes with right. such wonderful guidance in The her last life. thing this girl needs in her life, I think, is uh, ca- cameras in her face. To, mm-hmm. to make her think that she's even more famous than what apparently I need to like go to Rhode Island and and do a survey amongst the people yeah, who Rhode really? Islanders. Do you guys know? I Bella? would like to just talk with Bella. <laughs> I would love to have Bella oh. talk to me for ten minutes. Like, let me hear what your life is like, what your mm-hmm. school is like. If you have a best friend, why is that girl your best friend? What do you value in a girl? Another girlfriend. Uh, what are you looking for in life? Where do you see your life as you get older, Bella? Bella. You call us girlfriend. I'm like, you could be. She could be our first, maybe one of our first guests. Mm-hmm. That'd be awesome if she could be a guest. Bella, we're putting the invitation out there. Come join us we'll one of these days. Tea. Yeah, I'll we'll drink tea. With our fingers. The up. Fa- we want the most famous kid in Rhode Island <laughs> in this room with us. Hilarious. Um, so I also want to say, by the way, we were talking about Shelly. Another one early in the beginning that we saw mm. was Lorianne and John. Now, Lorianne, she said that she was 29. I don't know if she really was or not. Uh, but she says that she's not the typical pageant girl. Mm-hmm. We watched her in one of the last episodes where she competed in a pageant and she didn't place. And she says, you know, maybe I'm not the pageant mold, but I want to break out of that mold. Mm. And I want to be, like, show them I can break out of that mold. I had a problem with that because I'm like, usually when you break the mold, that means it's because you're better and bigger and you go beyond. Yes, you're exceptional. You don't break it because, like, I can be crass. And even her husband called her a trucker. Right. Um, you know, that's Truck not something driver. to be, yeah. yeah, that's not something to boast about and be proud of. And she's just, um, you know, she's lacking a little refinement. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, so now for her new pageant that she's entering soon, the Mrs. New England pageant. Um, she says she wants to get in like tip top shape. So she has her husband training her. And then when she finishes, it's like, well, you clean everything up. Like I'm paying you. Yeah. And it's just, I don't know. It's just like, there's a little diva attitude there. That a little needs diva to be, attitude. And I feel like there's be a so many women want to like, I don't know. I just, we just need to get back to being ladies. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's Again, just, with the pageantology, they need to come see us. Yeah, right? Sign up for a workshop. That then. would be an amazing <laughs> episode, actually, on the show. Like, pageantology busts in to Game of Crowns to teach these 
to teach them how to win a pageant. You're so right. Right? You know what? You are, you just, I mean, Shelly doesn't need it. Well, because Shelly was already, and she's got the Mrs. Class. America. And here's the thing is that Shelly, maybe she has had work done, but she looks classic, classy. She looks, uh, like timeless beauty. And that is the girl that's going to win. Mm-hmm. And I think, uh, we run into so many girls when we're training pageant girls that think, Oh, I get it. Like, I have to duct tape my boobs together for really big cleavage. And yeah. I need to be, like, really, really tan and even spray on, like, like ab muscles that don't exist in order Ugh. to win the pageant. And I have to have the perfect dress to win the pageant. And I have to have these hair extensions to win the pageant. And it's like, you couldn't be further from the truth. Right. Like, get rid of all of that and then just be confident in yourself and, mm-hmm. and, and who you are and um, be relatable and be the girl who... You know, if you have a at a cocktail party and you have a glass of wine, you bump into someone. They're just so interesting to talk to. Yeah, that's the girl that's gonna win. Absolutely. You don't need blue hair to stand out. You don't need a ten pounds of makeup of eye makeup. It's you just need to take the best parts of yourself and put that out there. You know, you don't want to stand out in a negative way because that's what ends up happening with you know. Lynn and her blue hair and, you know, Lorianne with her crassness. It's mm-hmm. like, do you really want a girl representing this brand, whatever pageant it is? You know, because at the end of the day, that's what you're doing as a pageant, you know, as a beauty queen. You're representing the brand of the pageant. And nobody wants that. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to send you out on a on an appearance and, you know, possibly have you drop some F-bombs. Yeah. In front of children, or yeah. God only knows who's going to be there. You You're know, so right. That's not the kind well, of girl that's going to win a pageant. Of blue hair. So Lynn said um, at one point that someone had told her that day before something. You look like a cross between Heather Locklear and a Smurf. Yeah, and she was like proud of it. Like, <laughs> yeah, Heather Locklear and a that's Smurf. That's exactly what I want to look like. I was like, yeah. what? Like, if someone said that to me, I would be offended and want to change something about <laughs> the way that I look. You mean you don't want blue hair, Shandy? You would look amazing in blue hair. You know, I do have blue eyes, so it could bring out my eyes a little bit. I think I, it would. I think, I think I can pass. I'll just use blue eyeshadow. You could just, you have to go to Rhode Island to her hairstylist, her, that salon. Yeah. Where apparently they do that sort of thing. Mm. Mm-hmm. I love how she's about to compete in a pageant and she's like, oh my God, I gotta go fix my blue hair. Like, she needs to, that's the first thing on her agenda. It will be interesting to watch next week's show, because I'm assuming that's when they're actually going to compete in the pageant, and yeah. see how she does. That's what it looked like. Yeah. With the blue hair. We'll see. We'll because, see you know, Lynn didn't do so, wait, no, not, yeah, no, uh, Lorianne. Lorianne. Didn't do so well in the last one. Mm-hmm. Um, and now she's trying to get more in shape and toned up. Yeah. Um, well, she made the top ten, right? No. No. Lorianne Lorianne. Didn't. She didn't make anything. She didn't. You're thinking... I'm thinking um, of Leah. Leah. Okay, Leah didn't make the top five. She made the top ten. Or top 15, whatever the first cut was. The first cut. Mm-hmm. Yikes. Um, Yikes. So moving on to her, actually, Leah. Yeah. Because there is a lot to talk about. So much drama. On this side. That's crazy. So, and I didn't, know, I didn't know her husband was a cop. Like, that makes everything oh, so much worse. So let me just say this, and I know you all are going to be like, I can't believe you just said that, and we're probably going to get hate mail. But a quote that I've always heard... And Grant, it's a joke. It's superstitious, or it's uh, stereotypes, but it's mm-hmm. cops beat, firemen cheat in relationships. Oh my god! <laughs> Isn't that ugly? It's so ugly because I actually dated a fireman like know? way back in the day, and I remember people saying that, and, and and he was like a a bit of a player. 
I've never heard of that. Yeah. So when they were like, he's a cop, I was like, oh, it doesn't fend well <laughs> for your defense. Oh. Now, I don't think, I think that he is a great guy. I do not think, that, well, I wouldn't say great guy, but I don't think that he is physically abusive. We'll see. I mean, um, I think, honestly, at first I was like, is Leah, like, the drama queen? Could that be happening in her house? I mean, we don't know, right? We God, don't live I there. But I, yeah, I hope not, right? But I think in this whole scenario, after everything was said and done, Lynn is the one who I think is the biggest liar. I don't know why. 100%. My, my gut does not trust no. Lynn. Everything that comes out of her mouth and well, what she actually does are t- like conflicting. Have you ever known anyone with blue hair who you can trust? I get Good point. Yeah. Good point. <laughs> so, but before we even get into that meeting that Lynn and Leah had, uh, first Leah meets up with Susanna, mm-hmm. with both of their husbands, and can we first talk about Susanna showing up in a full-on beaded, like, gown, like a competition gown. Like she's, like she's going to the Oscars, and she's yeah. just having, like, a, a normal dinner. Yeah. You know, and she's I, a stage mom. She, she's a Susanna stage mom. Susanna is, like, the perfect stereotypical stage mom who, you know, she didn't become famous, she didn't win the big crown, and now she is, like, desperately... I mean, she's, right, living through her daughter, and the poor thing has... She's going to be a mess when she gets older, but, I think. But, yeah, and wearing that... I mean, I, I just imagine if I was inside of Suzanne's, Susanna's head, she's thinking, like, girl, I am going to be on national TV on mm-hmm. Game of Crowns. We are going out to dinner, so I'm going out fancy. Right. Like, I'm going to call Everybody up else my is designer. Jeans on. Yeah. Like, totally normal. Yeah. Yeah. She came, like, ready to get her 15 minutes of fame. Yeah. Um, Full makeup. <laughs> so, let's start off. So, the reason that they got into the fight is because Susanna made a bet on how Leah would place the pageant. Right. And then Leah... And she was betting against her. She was betting against her. Right. So, when she didn't move forward, she was like, yeah, and all happy. I would be devastated mm-hmm. if I was competing in a pageant and you bet against me and then was, like, high five and all excited that... Yeah. That didn't that happen. That you want, yeah. Like, friends just don't do that. No. Even if you don't think they're going to do well, you don't make money off of it. Right. Right. I mean, it's very clear that they're not friends, you know, and the, I, I suppose this is why they're on the show, right? It's like backstabbing, somebody said this, this person said that, and there's no truth anywhere. Mm-hmm. There's no clarity. I mean, yeah. halfway through, we're watching the episode, and I'm like, what is happening right now? Yeah. Like, who... Like why? Why? It's like a game of who done it. <laughs> yeah, well, right? and that's I I wrote down like it's, it's a it's a big game of who said what. Yeah. When when the two of them were having dinner. But I have to say, while they're having dinner, it didn't really help Nick's cause when he had a knife and was like Oh my god. And was like she said that he was like jousting baton or something. Twirl. Yeah, baton <laughs> twirl. And I was like, and he was. He was like, hey. it's like, listen, and you're being nothing on the table. I know he's being accused of threatening somebody's life, and you're twirling a knife at at the dinner table. It's like you, you don't do that. No, that's it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. As soon as he was doing that, I was like, really? You can't look at that and be like, oh, he Couldn't just Couldn't you have grabbed your fork or your spoon and done that? Like, why the knife? So you know? Grab a sugar packet next time. Anything. Sugar. Nick. Nobody can get mad at sugar. Come on, Nick. So then it leaves uh, Leah with more questions. 
So yeah. Leah decides to set up a lunch with Lynn. Right, because Susanna did nothing for her mm-hmm. that night. Well, she kind of threw Lynn under the bus. She did. I'm kind of excited to see in the upcoming episodes, like when... Susanna and Lynn go head-to-head? Yes! I feel like that might happen. <laughs> because oh, it's, just it's just not... They're nuts! Disaster. Well... Why, why can't people just be good friends? Ex- well, that's you know, the eternal problem with women. Yeah. For some reason, women always have had such a hard time. Like, the guys, cattiness. you never get this with dudes. That's so dudes true. Dudes will hang out and just be like, if one person hurts another, they're like, hey, man, you, you really, like, hurt my feelings. Yeah, they don't even say so feelings. True. You really screwed up over this. Like, you were a dick. And the guy's like, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. Right. Done. And can I just tell Under you, I feel like that's why... Like I've always liked you, and why we became good friends. I'm I've a dude. always because you're you're more of a dude, and you did say that you saw a psychic once, and they told you that this in was every their past first. life. I was a man. <laughs> oh, feel bad for me because I'm a dude. No, I'm really. I you always. Shit is really a dude. I actually That's what I'm when I was when I was competing for Miss USA, and I had the private interview. So the girls, each girl, fifty one, all the fifty states, and then District of Columbia as well. I'll go in for a four-minute interview with a panel of judges. And they ask you everything you can imagine off your fact sheet and whatever else. And one of the last questions they asked me, they said, what is one thing that we would be surprised to learn about you? And I was like, well, <laughs> I'm really a dude. And then they're like, bing, time. And I, internally, I was like, oh, <gasps> I just ended telling them I'm a dude at Miss USA. And then I was like, ha, keep you guessing. And yeah. then walked out and they laughed. Um, but you didn't get a so, chance to explain yourself that it. That yeah, it was I was like, joke. "Look, no, Adam's awful." So no, but, I, but I, I've, I've always, been, I've always gotten along better with guys than I have with girls. You most know, women for whatever. Do. Yeah, it's like, and I grew up with three older guys or older brothers, and so I do feel like I'm more of a guy. Uh, but yes. women naturally struggle with that, and Susie and I like forming pageantology was so easy for us, which I think a lot of other women, it's hard to do something like that because Mm -hmm. women in general are very competitive, but especially pageant girls. Um, And you'll see at pageants, (laughs) like, girls that are trying to be friendly to each other, but you know deep down... um, Did you... I have to ask you, too, something that happened on this episode when... um, when Leah went to Vanessa's house and mm-hmm. Vanessa had a whole spread of like sweets pastries. and pastries and stuff and Leah and Leo was like these pageant girls are always trying to fatten me up because they know like that she's like so true. That she she's said every show. house she goes to did that to. ever happen to you in a pageant? because it did to me I don't think that did it happened when I was at Miss Universe in yeah. Panama Miss Universe 2003 um I can't remember if it was Miss Peru. One of the girls from South America showed up at rehearsal one day with a huge bag of candy. And she and she seemed so sweet, right? She's walking around, oh, candy todos, candy para todo el mundo. And she's giving everybody candy. And I'm like, oh, she's so sweet. And I dig my hand in, not knowing. I mean, I went to, I first <laughs> learned, by the way, what a hair extension was when I went to the Miss Universe pageant. Because I was like, why is everyone And Amelia Vega. So I grabbed, thank God for Amelia. Amelia's sitting next to me at rehearsal, right? Our group hasn't isn't going up yet to, to rehearse. And I have a handful of candy. And Amelia's like, you do not eat that candy. And I'm like, what do you mean, Amelia? And she's like, don't eat it. She's trying to make you fat and bloated. And I was like, oh, that bitch. <laughs> or she could have poisoned it and given me the runs. Po- I know, I know. <laughs> Amelia was like, you don't eat, don't take food from these girls. You have Mm-mm. no idea. She's like, Susie. She was like, take it. She, thank God. Amelia put, <laughs> took me under her wing and was like, you do not take That's anything from these hilarious. girls. You have no idea. She goes, especially 
las latinas. And I'm like, what? Those are my people. That <laughs> is like, hilarious. So mean. <laughs> well, and that's how it is. And then now. That's what they do. You put these women who are tr- fighting to be the youngest, the prettiest, the thinnest, the whatever, and you put them all together on the mm. show. And you're going to get so much cattiness. And especially at that age. Like, you get girls that, I mean, I pray to God that when I get to be their age, I'm not like that. But we're almost there. I mean, I don't think that we're I think I think these women are only oh, like in their, shit, they're, they're as old as me. No way. Okay, so I oh just found God, out yesterday. That's true. Lorianne is 29. And I just found out yesterday She's that I'm 36. I, I thought I was 35. <laughs> no joke. And I was at Miss Teen USA 2003, Tammy Farrell's house. And I was like, oh my gosh, the other day I, I forgot how old I was. And I was like, it's never happened before. I always see how it happens, like my mom and like older women. And I was like, I did the math and I realized like, oh, okay, I'm 35. And I'm like, oh. And I'm telling the story to my boyfriend in the car. And he was like, you're not 35, you're 36. And I was like, what? No, I, I did the math, and I'm 35. And he was like, no, you're not. And he's like, do the math again. And I was like, wow. I'm 36. So I had to text my girlfriend, Tammy, again. And I was like, remember I did the math, I'm 35. I was wrong, I'm 36. And Bad she was math. like, that's why I love you. So these women are our age, is what my point is. And you, I know. But thankfully, we've removed ourselves. I mean, we're still in the pageant arena because we're training girls. But what we're trying to do and what our, our slogan is for pageantology is redefining the modern beauty queen. Mm-hmm. Um, because we don't want that cattiness, that overly done up, that... And we want a girl that when she washes her face and takes her hair down, she looks the same. Yeah. You're like, oh, that's so-and-so. It's not like, wait, we're the beauty queen. Yeah. Right. So, but these women are... Um, are very competitive and unfortunately not very loyal in their friendships. So, I Lynn, do you think? I, no, I was just gonna. I, I think they're kind of. They've probably always been a little nasty, and that you can't. You can't get to accomplish like your your big dreams that you have for yourself if you're a nasty human being. Like you're I'm, right. a, I'm such a huge believer of karma, and I feel like these women are now still trying to reach. Shelly, maybe not so much, but the other women mm-hmm. are trying so hard to get that crown that they never got when they were younger. And now with, you know, all the cattiness, their attitude, the diva mentality, and then you add on to that age and they see themselves aging and, you know, getting, quote unquote, less beautiful. They see it. They just see it as age as a negative thing, I mm-hmm. think. And that they enhances do. That enhances the nastiness, you know? You're and so right. And I, I'd be shocked if in this entire season we see any one of these women win a pageant. Yeah. You know what I would really like is if one of their husbands steps up and, and kind of puts his foot down and, and forces her, even though that maybe that's her dream to go after and to be in these pageants, but it's like enough's enough. Like, let go of it. So yeah. That, so that she right? can just... You know, age should be respected, and it's such a beautiful thing as someone ages. And I remember uh, reading this thing one time um, of a pageant girl, actually, ironically enough, and she was talking about after her year and how she has more wrinkles now, but they're from smiling over sure. joys or crying over, you know, going to a hospital with these kids. And and every, every line and sunspot and whatever we get on our bodies, it's because of a life experience. Sure. And if we can get back to that, now I'm like going a little too unrealistic. <laughs> if we could uh, get back to that. <laughs> if we could only live like the Native Americans. Uh. So going back, though, now Lynn and Leah oh, meet yeah. up and have a showdown. And more Lynn fake. basically... More fakeness. Well, what we get is just lies. Lynn could not remember exactly what Nick said. Yeah. But I am sorry, saying that 
he wanted to kill her. That is a yeah. very large white lie. That's not a, a little white lie. That's something huge that is potentially very, very harmful. Of course. Especially for a cop, you know? Like Leo was saying, it's like, my husband's a cop. Like, this could end his career. Very and harmful. What the hell? Like, you don't just say that. And I don't know if it was the way the show was edited or the way that scene was edited, but it just didn't seem right. You know, like, Leah... Leah asked um, Lynn about, you know, did he act, did he threaten your life? And she never said yes, mm-hmm. you know, and then they cut back to the scene, you know, and they kept doing that. And I was just so, I was a yeah. little confused. Well, to tell and you the I think, truth, um, I'm like, did she say it? Did she not say it? Well, I think the yeah. biggest red flag is not only did she not answer what yeah. she, how she said it, but then she started to point fingers at all the other girls. And oh she my said, yes. oh, well, they say uh, you can put lipstick on it, but it's still a pig. And they call you a man's vestite. And a 40-footer. And Yeah, 40-footer. You're like, you're only attracted from 40 feet away. And it's like, oh, okay, now you're pointing fingers at everyone. Right. It's like the person who's like, does somebody smell a fart? It's probably you, and it came out of your buttocks. Yes. Like, if you smelled that, you dealt it. So you can't sit here and, and point the fingers at all these other people and be like, oh, the, the girls were also saying this and that. And yeah. it's like, now you're well, just she making was trying, everyone angry. Of course, and she was just trying to take herself off the hot seat. You know, she was trying, and I think maybe trying to salvage the relationship, but at the end of the day, she didn't. Because she was so wishy-washy. And, of course, it's, like, such a red flag when you start talking about, well, so-and-so said this. And mm-hmm. then, and she, then she started bringing all the other, throwing her friends yeah. under the bus. Well, speaking, you said she tried to salvage the friendship. So she did say, like, oh, you know, I'd be so upset if this friendship ended. Yeah, she put it her out there. Her face, though, did not look like no. she was really upset. No. Whereas uh, Leah was actually crying. She was crying. She was, like, emotion, And you could see her... her the betrayal that she felt and the sadness of losing a, losing a friend and yeah. all of you can see that on her face. Listen, at and the, if Lynn was a good friend, instead of telling Leah at that lunch, "Hey, this girl called you a forty footer. This girl called you this, and this girl called you fat. Whatever." Instead of reiterating all of that to her and like to her face, and now she's like, now she feels like crap, total crap, because she's listening to what her friends supposedly people who are supposedly her friends are saying about her. Like, instead of saying that, when that happened, Lynn should have told the other girls, hey, listen, maybe mm-hmm. we shouldn't be talking so badly about a friend 100%. of ours. 100%. You know? It's like, that's when she should have said something. Yeah. Not now, no. when Leah is now she trying to call you out for something totally yeah. different, by the way. She participated in the conversation. She did. And now she's just trying to take the focus off of herself. She is. And it's going to blow up in her face. Yeah. And yeah, it totally is. I can't wait. Well... I think it'll be very fascinating. So, predictions of what to come. Yeah, what do you I think, think uh, Lynn is going now, down the tube. Really? I think Lynn is going to get a little bit... Um, I mean, if you imagine, the girls are going to have a big showdown eventually because now she's thrown everyone under the bus. Lynn has she been like, has. the girl said this, the girl said that, the girls did this. She went, like, went on, and I think all the other girls are going to be like, excuse me, like, why are you throwing us under the bus? Because... Mm-hmm. You know, they're all thinking that she's lying about Nick, I think, um, and, and making these false accusations. I um, think, um, yeah, I think this, I think Lynn is going to have a hard time soon coming up because it, this is all going to blow up in her mm-hmm. face. But you I know think, what, though? Big time. Out of everything that's super bad, something really good comes out of it. And so let's hope that when the girls confront Lynn on, you know, just not being a good friend, not being loyal, Hopefully, instead of just defending herself and mm-hmm. making excuses, hopefully she realizes, you know what, 
you're right. Like, I don't like living this way. Yeah. I'm going to change this about myself. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to be more loyal. Hopefully she gives a credible apology. I don't know. I don't see it. I'm glad, though. This is this is interesting. You're being much more positive. I'm like, I'm yeah. so negative right now. <laughs> I'm like, these women suck <laughs> for the most part. And I think that, yeah, I just think it's going to, I think they're all going to go down in flames. I will say this, and you all can agree with me on kids, this. Bella. <laughs> I will say this, that this is the type of a show that when you watch it as a woman, you feel better about yourself when all is said and done. <laughs> So that's the positive you can I take I feel awesome this. about myself. Um, well, thank you guys so much for watching. You can find me on Twitter at Suzy Castillo. And Shandy is at Shandy Finnessy. And please follow us on Pageantology. We're at Pageantology 101. 101. And that's it, guys. So we'll see you guys next week. We'll hopefully. be back with more drama from the pageant world, Game of Crowns. Be sure to tune in, and we'll yeah. see you guys then. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.